Welcome to Fresh Off The Set. I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Brooke Mingham. Thank you so much for joining us again today. I love when I get to podcast with you. We never do this. We were just laughing so hard before. I'm like, I better stop talking. We've got to do this. Well, you're the radio pro. So I'm always like, okay, Brooke, where do I put my mic? How do I wear my headphones? Use pro very loosely. (laughs) Very, very loosely. Well, you know, I'm excited for today's guest. So you know her as Muchacha Mary. She's been on our show multiple times and you and I have known her for a long time. As a friend. And it's been so wonderful. She's just one of those people that is like a bear hug of a human being mm-hmm. that when you just anytime you encounter her she's just so kind she's so lovely and you know you see a lot of people on social media that seem really fun and exciting and da, 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 and then you meet them in person and you never really know what they're gonna be like yeah I want everybody to know that Muchacha Mary is Muchacha Mary all the time all the time all the time she is so very authentic she is who she is she's unapologetic and I love that about her because a lot of time on social media there's a lot of these like highlight reels you're mm-hmm. always seeing these amazing places that people are going and that's amazing that's great but she keeps it real at the same time absolutely and she shares topics and things about herself that are really intimate but um, she does them in a way that it really brings everybody in like her infertility struggle she shared that mm-hmm. and there's so many people that are struggling with that right now and being able to ha- give that a voice I just thought was such a beautiful thing that she was willing to share that with the world because it's scary to do that kind of stuff yeah she really opened up about it she got into um, I think I think it was 10 years that they oh. struggled with that and uh, you know she wants people to ask her questions and reach out to her if you're wondering because she doesn't want anyone to feel alone. Right. And it's just one of those things that nobody ever really talks about, right? Yeah. Because it's just kind of always assumed. And I know I'm actually probably guilty of this being like, hey, when are you guys going to have kids? And mm-hmm. I've asked that question to a friend and I have, you never know what people are dealing with. So it's just a great reminder to be like, hey, not every, it's not your business, everybody, you know, right. all those moments. And then it's so beautiful for her to share that. Yeah, I really appreciated her just opening up and being vulnerable. And, you know, if it helps one person out there feel not alone, we've done our job, right? At least one person. Absolutely. So what do you say? Let's let Mary and you take this away. Let's do this. Let's listen. I am so excited to introduce to you our podcast guest of the day. You know her as Muchacha Mary. She's been on our show several times on Fresh Living. How are you? Amazing. You can't see me, but I'm shimmying. She is. You know, it's the Muchacha Mary shimmy. It's what you do. She she rolled in here with her Red Bull <laughs> and, and her hotness and her amazing self. It's so good I to see you. I feel real hot right now. <laughs> it's so good to see you too. And it's so different, you know, than um, being um, videoed because I wish people could see me twerking right now. It's pretty amazing. It's too bad. You're a top-notch twerker. You are very good at that, Mary. I have to give you you. that. Okay, let's talk about, speaking of that, influencing others. And you are wildly popular. How how did you become an influencer? How did you build it? I'm wild. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. you, You can't influence the influencer, but... Yes, I feel like because I'm myself and that's what people like want to see rather than just um, cultivated and cultured like in a facade, right? Mm -hmm. No, there's enough of that. Stop trying to be a Disney princess. No, I'm trying to be me. Yeah, (laughs) this is this is what she that's what you I mean, I think that's why you have such a big following is because people know that they're going to get the real you know, out of you and you're going to be very honest with people and you're not trying to put on any sort of like front for anyone, which I think authenticity, excuse me, authenticity, being authentic is like the new thing. And that's what you do. And I don't think it's even new for me. I feel like I've just always been that that way. And that's why people are drawn to me, maybe hopefully, or maybe it's how I smell. And they're like, (laughs) wow, she smells real good. Let's just go (laughs) hang out with her. But I feel like also 
you know, just I want other women to know that it's okay to be themselves and men too. You you guys are cool too. <laughs> <laughs> we can't leave the fellas out. Yeah, everyone, all the babes out there, just be yourselves because I mean, you can go on other people's pages and be like, oh, I like that outfit, so I'm going to go do it. But no, go like put your own spin on it. If you are like inspired by someone, great. But don't try to like same face them. Go and be yourself because you're amazing enough. Like you can do it. You can go and put your own spin on it and just be amazing. That's such a refreshing message because nowadays on uh, social media, on every platform, it's just like everybody's highlight reels. It seems like you know, we're not showing our real selves. So to have more of you is incredible. Mary, did you always want to have a more public presence online? Like, do you, do you love that? I love it. <laughs> can you tell everyone at home? Can you I tell? I love it so much. <laughs> Follow me. Do you want my address and my phone number? <laughs> we're dropping it right here, but you have to listen till the end. What, what do you love most about it? Honestly, it's not even mostly about me. It's about that, like, I can reach out to other people, and I can inspire them, and I can be like, hey, it's okay to, like, have a zit. Hey, it's okay to, like, fart. Can I say that? Sure. It's, it's okay to fart. And I think we're looking at our producer. <laughs> she said, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Even my, like, little one, my little daughter, she, like, makes fart jokes, and I am so proud. I look at her, and I'm like, yes, that's me. What's up? And She's so cute, by the way. Thank you She's so, so much. Cool. Thank she you. has a mini. She I'm has just a trying mini-o. to like inspire like other people, and luckily I can inspire my little one, and she can look at me and be like, "I can be myself too." So she goes to school and she's herself, and I just want to like spread that message. And so with Instagram, I feel like more so with my stories. If you follow me, you'll get a taste of that. It's like. I'm sweaty and I'm funny, but I have crap days and that's okay. And I almost swore, but that's fine. It's fine. Lots of my followers know that I'm very crass, but in like a good hearted, funny way. Yeah. And I feel like there's enough of those people that you see on Instagram and you follow and you're like, wow, I'm having a crap day and now I'm having an even crappier day because I saw your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm so glad your life is so perfect. Mm-hmm. Good. If if your life is perfect, hey, <laughs> props to you, and you're doing amazing. But like, that's not everybody. No, it's not every day either. Like everyone has emotions. We're all human, and I feel like the more the more real you are, the more you know. Like people can relate to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all have our struggles. Yes, I look dang amazing when I get ready. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Today I started and I was like, oh, who is that? I haven't gotten ready for like eight days. And then I got ready and I was like, ah, there she is. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> ah! Looking like all hot and stuff. Like what? My husband saw me leaving and he's like, wait, come back. And I'm like, I'm late. I'm already late because of you, but it's fine. But you like to show all sides and that's all like, sides. you know, we appreciate that. And I think that that's why you are so popular because people people can feel that coming from you and it's not only I mean like you said it's about other people that's so true with you because you are the most giving if not the most giving human being I have ever met so you like to spread that message and give to others and make sure every everyone else feels loved thank you you're gonna make me cry well it's so true (laughs) like ugly cry (laughs) no it is really true and um you know you have you're speaking to being open you're have been open about your struggles with infertility 
in the past. And I know that people probably DM you all the time and ask you questions. They DM me for all kinds of things. <laughs> all things. Feel free. Feel free. <laughs> and when, when did your struggles with infertility start? It started about um, 10 years ago. So it's like, I have been married for a very long time. I don't want to date myself. But since we were married 15 years ago, we have not had like protected um, conjoining. Mm-hmm. Can you see my hand motion? <laughs> Sex. We'll just say that. <laughs> Sex. And so I was like, what is happening? You know, I should be able to get pregnant real quick. Not just because I'm Latina, but because I am. <laughs> right. Well, and I, I feel like you were. I should have had 10 kids by now. <laughs> what? This is not in my DNA. Well, so. and you were very open with it through, I remember you did your competition, yes. your fitness comp. And so you that were, was just in between because I had been doing IVF, and so I needed a break. Mm. But so we tried originally just the IUI, which is like basically turkey basting. Right? So they take the spermies and then they turkey baste you. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that kind of like the first step? That's one of the first steps. Clomid, I would suggest, be the first steps or one of the steps because um, that should help you ovulate. Right? And then if that doesn't work, then the turkey basting effect. Okay. And is that over? Did you do that for a long period of time? We did it for six months. Six months. And it just depends on your doctor. Yeah. You know, things are different now. I'm not sure how it works. But, um, yeah, when that didn't work, we saw a specialist, and he's like, listen, if you were my daughter, this is what I would do because I was tested for PCOS, and that came back positive, which is really rare because it's like when you have PCOS, usually you are a little bit more overweight and have facial hair. I know I have a mustache. But not today. She waxed it. That's like genetic. (laughs) (laughs) You brown, you have a mustache. You have all kinds of hair. (laughs) But um, yeah, I wasn't just like the the face for PCOS. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people have it and they don't know. Mm -hmm. And also endometriosis. Come to find out, I have a really bad endometriosis. Mm -hmm. And that also, I don't know if it's like a genetic thing with that or more so environmental now that Mm -hmm. I think of it because so many people are starting to have problems with infertility. Yeah. So weird. Mm -hmm. So I've been battling it. And when I was going through it, I felt like really lonely because there wasn't a lot of social media presence surrounding it. Given this was like 10 years ago. Right. And so I did a lot of research on myself and I had to pump myself up. And I think that's where like that, um, realness comes from. You know, tying in the social media side and this um, infertility side is you have to be real. You have to, like, be in your head, but positive. You have to spin it in a different way. If you want something, you have to be positive about it. You have to go get it. Mm-hmm. So I really, really wanted to be a mom. And so I pushed and pushed. Luckily, I have a partner, a husband, who is so supportive. Your husband's a rock star. And has been there through day one. We've been through everything. So um, following an IUI, I so then the doctor was like, okay, so if you were my daughter, I would suggest IVF because I feel like that would be your best like way to get pregnant. Yeah. And for you guys, that's, I mean, and you don't really know until you know. 
It's not like exactly. we, you know, learn these things when we're growing up or, you know, how the to handle it. There's no, no way of knowing. Definitely. And you always think, okay, I have to prevent this. I have to prevent this before, mm-hmm. you know, I'm ready. Beca- but I don't think you're ever ready. Mm-hmm. Even when you think you are. Because mm-hmm. those little ones, oh, they're feisty, especially if they come out like you, huh, Carrie? <laughs> you know. What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you, you mean? You birthed a mini-me. <laughs> it's a whole nother ball game, isn't it? It's an absolute, and especially yours, too. I feel like she's a, a she little mini-me. She is you. a mini-me. I, I procreated to kick myself in the butt. Well, and eventually after, well, how long did you do IVF? We did IVF for four years. Wow. And it was a roller coaster of emotions. It was one of those things that you're literally clawing at, mm-hmm. clawing at and thinking, am I even like meant to be a mom? You know, like as a woman, you just think maybe I'm not meant to be a mom. And this is God telling me or the universe telling me you're not meant to be a parent. You're not meant to um, carry and those negative um, negative feelings and thoughts would always come into my mind because I'm human, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm being real. I went through some, some challenging dark times sure. that I never expressed. And sometimes, you know, it still creeps back up. Like, I didn't carry my child, so I don't feel like the happiest sometimes. But then I remember, I'm so amazing, F yes, you that. Are. Yes, you are. You are so incredible. <laughs> I punch those feelings like down real quick. And I feel like that's what other people need to do. If you're feeling sad and you think that you can't do something, listen, I'm here to tell you, you can. You can. Mm-hmm. Okay, look in the mirror. You having an, Are you having an ugly day? No, you're not. You are QAF. Okay, you are cute AF. <laughs> you better tell yourself that. Okay, you look in the mirror and you say, I can do it because you can do it. Okay, so everyone struggling with infertility and anything else, just tell yourself you can do it because guess what? No one else is going to ride for you. No one else is going to be clapping for you. Yeah, they may be clapping for you on the sidelines, but you have to clap for yourself. You have to pat yourself on the back. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you hear that? Mm-hmm myself so where were we sorry I went off no I I, I <laughs> you're very my inspiring. ADD kicked in <laughs> you're very inspiring because I I would imagine especially dealing with what you have for 10 years and you know going through through, IVF. through the ups and downs and all around so with the IVF it, it was um if it doesn't work on your first time because it's, it is kind of like a, a rare thing that it does happen on your first time nowadays. It's okay. You're not Keep abnormal. Going. Keep going. You're not like a failure. And guess what? It will happen for you. If you want to have a baby, you will have a baby. But you have to be so strong. And you have to find that inner fire that's burning in you. And just hold on to that and think, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it takes to be a mom. And now that I am a mom, I'm so grateful and I, I see things differently. Like, yeah, like I have other friends who were who got pregnant so easily. They have like 10 kids. I'm so happy for them. I'm so grateful for my journey because I look at my daughter and I'm like, 
you are so special and I value everything. Oh my gosh, you're having a tantrum on the floor. Yeah, you have that tantrum, you know. Because she's here. Yeah, because she's here. And I feel like the harder you work for something, the more you appreciate it. And the more you'll put into it, the more love. So my daughter might be an only child for now, unless someone want to be... Who wants to be my next surrogate? Hey. We're taking calls right now. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Call one. <laughs> 1-800-MIX-A-LOT. <laughs> Baby, up back. Hey, 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 <laughs> You really, truly are the example of just persevering and believing and having that drive and going for that goal and knowing what you wanted because eventually you had a surrogate. Yes. How did you find, did you know them? How did, how did that work? I didn't even know what a surrogate was. So after um, how many attempts? Let's see, like three, no, four fresh attempts, and then a couple transfers and whatnot, I had a friend, Ian, Ian Wombold, if you're listening, it's your birthday today, and I want to say happy birthday. It's not going to play today, but happy happy birthday, birthday, Ian. Ian. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I'm a makeup artist and work on set. So Ian had been hiring me. And he'd seen my struggles because he was like one of those clients who hired me because I was amazing. And That's right, <laughs> she is. <laughs> so over the course of like the years, he saw what I'd gone through. And um, on one of my attempts, like my sixth attempt, I was actually on set, ready to go. And I'm like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pregnant. And he said, oh, congratulations. And I'm like, well, well, I haven't, like, told anyone yet. But then later that morning, I got another call, and they're like, oh, the blood test that you just came in for before your job, yeah, it's actually, like, your HCG levels are going down. So it's, you're not really pregnant. You have a chemical pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So that day on set, you know, he he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm not pregnant anymore. And he's like, oh my gosh, Mary, like, why didn't you tell me you can go home? And I'm like, I don't want to go home. I want to be here with you. I want to do what makes me happy and be around people. I don't want to feel sorry for myself. This might be like my sixth attempt, but it's not the end. It's not the end. Mm. So after that, he went home, I guess, and talked to his wife. And she's like, babe, I want to be her surrogate. And so, like, the next wow. day on, like, the job site, because, of course, like, it was, like, a three-day um, shoot, he said, Mary, my wife would love to be her surrogate. And I'm like, well, is a surrogate. Yeah, because, <laughs> like I said, when you don't know, you don't no know. No one was talking about it. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, no. I'm so, like, in, 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 in an area of I don't know what to do. But then I went back to my doctor because I'm really aggressive. And I'm like, hey, we're going to figure this out. And he, and I said, hey, my friend's wife wants to be my surrogate. Do you know what that is? And he's like, what? You're so lucky. That's amazing. So um, he, implant, he planted the seed in my head that, you know, it, it is possible. Like there's a light. So I saw that and I was like, okay, let's do this. I did another fresh IVF. So this would be my seventh. Seventh, okay. And... Then um, a couple uh, months later, we transferred three frozen embryos, and then not one took. Not one. So I was like, oh, that's nice. Not one took. 
into my circuit. Um, so then I took a little break, mental break, and... Understandable. Very understandable, Mary. Was like, I'm not going to do this again. I can't even, can't even do this again. Because it was like my seventh attempt, and it was just hard. Anyways, fast forward, I got, I got like the drive again. And I was just like, okay, maybe this can happen. So I went to my doctor and he was, he was like, let's do it. And he was so amazing that he was like, Mary, I'm going to help sponsor like the medicine and everything. Cause it was his eighth time with me, which wow. is so bizarre. If you ask me who my doctor is and you look him up, you will see he's incredible. So I don't want to discredit him. He's the one who pioneered frozen embryo transfer. Wow. Pioneered. So he's in Santa Monica, Santa Monica, California. Dr. Richard Mars, just freaking amazing. And I love him. Like, he's like my grandpa. <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> I Go love Dr. him Mars. so much. <laughs> and then he's just like, Mary, let's do this. Let's do it. And he was so positive. I went home and I told my husband, and he's like, so positive. And so we did it. We did a whole French or French, a whole fresh transfer and transferred another two. And they both took into Jenny. This could take all day. Hold on. And both of them took. So we had twins. Yay. And I know that your journey of, through all of this, that you've stayed friends very close Yes, with Jenny and Ian, Yeah, which is awesome. And you have rocks now. I have rocks now. And she's how old? She's seven. She's seven. Mary. And she's so, she really is a little mini you. She's Thank absolutely you. a mini you. Um, she asks all the time though, because her, the um, little 20 didn't make it. And so she's always like, mom, where's my sister? And I don't know how she knows these things, but it's like, it kind of like tears at me. So it's another journey. Probably, I could probably talk for another hour. <laughs> sure. But anyways, um, I'm so grateful for her. And I just want to say, like, if you want something bad enough, you go get it and you fight for it. You claw. And if like other people or even yourself make you think that you're not good enough or you can't do it, you beat those barriers down. You punch your way and you do it because you are meant and you are good enough. And well, you are a true example of that. Thank you. And I'm glad you never gave up. Me too, because I love being a mom. I love being a mom. (laughs) It's like my favorite. And if you follow me on Instagram, I hope you can see that. I hope you you can see. see. You see your love for her. You see how happy you are. You see how you, you you can can tell even not knowing your story. And and now hopefully more, many more people do. But you can tell how important she is to you. And of course, our children are all important to us, right? But um, you can tell that there's there's a story behind it. There's definitely a story behind it. And I hope to make more more of a story behind it because in the future very recent hopefully soon future I hope to make like some kind of a a story book telling about like where she came from because she always asked like mom I know I was in Jenny is my surrogate Mm -hmm. but like how did this happen and you know she's at the age now seven where she's like so curious and she's like did you look like that pregnant and I'm like Roxy I I didn't carry you Mm -hmm. but if I was yes I'd look like that that's a good point now there's probably questions with you know so many questions Mm -hmm. and I'm like well let's do a story about it and maybe it will help other kids because I feel like this is the future with surrogacy yeah and so hopefully that will help other kids so let's just um cross fingers knock on wood and um send good vibes for the future for the future the future story hey (laughs) well i'm i hope that we can have you back on again for that story and you can share that story and to help other parents and thank you thank you for sharing your story and being so open and i know that you've helped many that are struggling daily and the emotional toll i can't i cannot imagine and i just want you to know that you're a hero and if you are struggling with infertility you are also a hero and like mary said don't give up never give up because it will happen yeah don't let your like 
mind's dark eye play tricks on you because you are you're a mom or you're a dad you know I feel like it, it works both ways too because I know like you no know, other couples like same-sex couples are also struggling as yeah. well but you guys are meant to be parents you're the you're gonna be the best parents so you better struggle you better like claw your way because <laughs> you're gonna make the best parents I see it and I feel it and I know and if you have more questions or like want to reach out or need somebody like reach out to me go ahead that's what I was gonna ask flood you, my you, DMs where where can people <laughs> follow and see your sweet rocks and follow you and maybe ask you questions if they have follow me but remember I'm crass so we'll keep it real there <laughs> and um, you're gonna love it you're gonna love it <laughs> <laughs> follow along the journey it's not curated you know you're just real so just like come along for the ride it's is it, it at it's muchacha fun. it's at muchacha mary m-u-c-h-a-c-h-a-m-a-r-y on instagram and, and buckle up because you're gonna love it it's a yeah. ride and it's fun and it's go. real it's real it's real i love you okay we're gonna do you. our i end it with our fresh five okay so fresh five quick questions just like tell me what kind of deodorant i put on like fresh <laughs> like that way she's always fresh she's always <laughs> smelling good folks it's natural no i feel like i smell it's fine you don't we wouldn't let you in if you did i'm just kidding we'd let you in anyway okay um it's brunch what do you order brunch from sunday's bus oh yeah this is not a paid sponsor advertisement either. <laughs> we interviewed Michael. We do love him. I love him too. Michael McHenry, Christy Blake McHenry, one of my, mm, love her, my home slices. I order the, can you guess? I'm Look trying at me to think. Guess I know, I'm I, trying to think. Because I'm super healthy. I order mon- well. The monkey bread's my favorite there, so I'm, I don't think you're ordering monkey so bread. That is so good. It's no, so good. of course a mimosa. What's wrong with mimosa. you? <laughs> a mimosa. A mimosa. But also with sausage. Their sausage sausage patties are the best. Ooh, I, need I will to try eat that. five, and I dip them in the in the um, syrup along with my mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> I need to try that. I haven't even thought of that one. Uh, favorite holiday? Halloween. Halloween. Heck yeah! You're a fall girl. I love it. You're a fall girl. Let's dress up. Favorite place to travel? Um, right now, Mexico. Okay, Playa del Carmen. Okay. Let's go. Sounds good. There's an adult beach we can go to. Let's go. I'll take (laughs) you. I feel like you need it. (laughs) I do need it. You need to strip it off, girl. I need a vacation. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, It's funny because I'm just going to these random and I went to this one. I already know what you're going to say. Best (laughs) gift you've ever received. My daughter. I already knew that. Thank you, Jenny. These are very random. Um, What is your, who do you look up to most in your life? You. Oh, what? Yeah, no. You That's influence nice. me. You influence so many others. What you've been through as well has been freaking like incredible. Carrie, don't look at me like Thank that. You. And I'm not you. just trying to like kiss your butt, but you influence me. Thank you're you. You're an amazing, That's... amazing person. And I've seen you since like day one, I feel like, like 15 years ago on we've set. We've known each other for a minute. Doing your makeup and you just being so resilient and so beautiful and kind. That's one of the things. Okay, ho- hold on. I got I to gotta, I gotta brag real quick. Everyone who's met Carrie, raise your hand. Okay, I can see you. Okay, right there, Kenzie. You know that she makes you feel welcome. She, You know that she makes you feel like you're included because she's so real. Right? Right? You're making me cry. You really are making me cry. Thank you. Never change. Because people can feel that. Thank, Thank you. you. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. I'm going to get it together. Our last okay. question. Uh. Um, what never fails to make you laugh? Fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Follow on Instagram. You'll understand what this you is. You know. Oh, we just love you. Okay, one more time. Where can we follow you, Mary? 
Muchacha Mary on Instagram. Follow me there. Follow me on the way home. Follow me from the gym. I teach Zumba, so let's go. Treehouse every Tuesday. That's right. 9.30 Taco Tuesday for all my tacos. You can come You can come with your hot dog if you want, whatever. <laughs> but it's Taco Tuesday. Right now I'm teaching Wet Wednesdays as well, 9.30 at Treehouse for Lisa Wilson. Follow her. Go to a class. Hey. Get, get get with Mary because she's an incredible human who inspires all. Thank you for sharing your... I'll make you laugh and cry and fart. <laughs> she will. That's all not the a things lie. and take shots. <laughs> That's not a, that is not a lie. We love you. A kombucha. And you've been so open with us. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know you've helped so many people. And thank you for listening. Everyone out there to Fresh Off The Set Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And we will see you next week. Rate us high. What's up? Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.